Hey friends, and welcome to another edition of Productivity and Proverbs 31, the place to be if you want to get some life hacks, have a life and business that you love, and learn from incredible women who are on the journey either in front of you or behind you. And that's what we have today when I get to introduce to you another amazing woman doing incredible things, my friend Cindy Witte. She's a new author, and I think you're going to love what she has to say about her brand new children's book. Hey friends, welcome to the Productivity and Proverbs 31 podcast. I'm Kathy Lanham, your host, your mentor across the airways, if you will. I'm a mom of five, former teacher and top 2% company leader. Now I'm a coach, a podcaster and a business strategist. Stick around if you're a Christian mom with some big dreams, messy bun and sweatpants. You might feel all the guilt, but you refuse to be a Pinterest perfect mom. You live in your car and reheated coffee is a staple. If chaos is usually rampant and you'd like some practical tips on how to grow a business, grow in your faith, and get some control with an occasional date night thrown in as a bonus, hang around. Because as we grab these few minutes together, I want to help you keep growing in your faith, build a business that lines up with your God-given gifts and talents, and make memories of a life you love. So reheat that coffee and let's get started. Well, Cindy, welcome, welcome, welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Well, I am so thrilled that I get to introduce you to our audience. And guys, I've already told you that Cindy is a new author. And I know Cindy from the group that we are in. She is a new author, but she is a longtime book reader. And don't let her voice fool you. She is a mature accomplished woman with three children of her own that lives here in Lexington. She got her master's degree in education from Marymount University. Did I say that right? Marymount or Marymount? Marymount Marymount. University in Virginia. And she has shared her love of reading and learning with students of all ages. But she became inspired to uh, become an author and start writing children's books because she wanted to share her passion for reading in fun and musical way. I know that you want kids to be connected to your book, but let's get started connecting our audience to you. I gave a highlight. So tell us a little bit more about you, Cindy. So I uh, started out in education um, a long time ago. I first started out teaching middle school um, and I loved middle school. And then I had my own children and I continued to substitute teach and things like that. I then came, became more interested in younger children after having children. I still like that middle school age because I think they're fun. It's not much different from teaching younger age after teaching middle school. <laughs> they are not much different. Um, and then as my children got older and I moved, we moved here to Lexington, I got into teaching preschool. I always wanted to write a book. I mean, I think a lot of educators want to write books. I think because of their love of learning and their love of books, they all want to write. I mean, I, I talked to so many educators and they're like, oh, you wrote a book. I want to write a book. And I've always wanted to do that. And I always have. And I think I've always loved books. In fact, I always wanted to be a librarian because I love just being surrounded by books all the time. And so because of that, like I said, I always wanted to write a book and being in preschool, te- teaching preschool for and five-year-olds and getting them ready for kindergarten, I wanted to write a book. And I never told anyone, I mean, I tell, like, I would keep that in my heart, you know, that I wanted to write a book because I just never thought I could, never did. And um, I just started writing one day and I just 
wrote down, I was always a fan of Eloise. Eloise at the Plaza was one of my favorite books as to read to my children. And I read to my children from the time they were in utero. And I would read to them all the time, every every chance they could get, every time before nap time, before bedtime, we would read. And I was an English teacher, so I would even teach them different forms of literary terms, you know, even while we're reading and they were young and to even when they were writing, like they weren't, when they were in school, they weren't allowed to do certain ways of writing. Their teachers would teach them things. And they're like, I'm not allowed to do that. My mom said, I can't, I can't start a a paper that way because my mom won't let me (laughs) because I feel like that's not, that's kind of boring. Don't start your papers that way. So I just loved all about the whole readings concept. And so because of that, I, I sat down, wrote a, wrote a story And I sat and I had my, my husband read it one day and he started crying and he was like, this is so good. And I was like, yeah, I saw this masterclass and I kind of want to take it and see how I can make this better. And it was free. And so I did. And then I found out that I could make it go further. And so I did. That is awesome. And I think I'm just going to jump right in your camp. I mean, everybody wants to write a book. I've written multiples for my grandchildren, having it rhyme and all that. But I, too, as as an educator, I I agree that everybody has a book in them, first of all. And then, but then how do you actually write it? So tell us how that process went. So how do you take that secret desire that you have in your heart Mm -hmm. And then you actually put pen to paper and you took the master class. But what did that entail? What does that look like for somebody who, a young mom who may be thinking, oh, I'd like to do that. Yeah. So I took the master class and there are a lot of people out there who, um, who, who take the, you know, different types of ways that you can write a book. So there's the self, um, self-publishing you can do. And that's a lot of work. That really is. I went through Miriam Laundry Publishing and she does teach you how to actually self-publish your book. She teaches you how to do it, how to market it and all of that. And so I was going to do it. I was going to actually do what she taught me. And then there's the hybrid publishing, which is you pay them to help you publish your book. So she actually helps you with editing. She helps you with the editing process. She helps you with going through and she then she has classes you meet once a month, meeting with different authors and going through the process of editing and then finding an illustrator and then find, going through the process of actually publishing it. She actually walks you through that whole self-publishing process and the difference between her hybrid publishing and actually going through publishing with a publisher is you own 100% profit of your book. You own it all. And she does that because when she, she worked with Jack Canfield, who does Chicken Soup for the Soul, she Mm -hmm. wrote a book with him and she was so excited because she did self-publishing all the time. She did three books by herself. She did all that by herself. And then she wrote a book with Jack Canfield and she, and she was all excited because it was on the, she wanted to be a New York seller author. And when she did that, she realized she was only getting 80 cents off that book. Because the publishers own that book then. And she was like, what? Like, it was so excited to be on the New York seller. But then she realized she wasn't getting all the money that she, like, for self-publishing, you own all of that. You get, as soon as you sell it, you own it. And she was like, that's not right. So with hybrid publishing, at least with her, you own all 100% rights of your book when you go through her. So she, so hers is up front. You pay her up front and then you own all your book and then you do the marketing afterwards. She teaches you how to market, but she, you own that all afterwards. And that's why I went with her because she was, she's so 
honest and upfront of what you're going to do. She teaches you and then you go through. So are you an illustrator as well? Or did you find an illustrator? No, I'm not. My, I have a twin and my sister is a graphic designer and she is an artist, but I am not, I did not get that. I mean, I can, I can draw circles and I can do stuff. I can, I'm a crafter and I can do certain things, but I am not an artist. My mother is an artist. My sister is an artist. Even my daughter is, but I am not. <laughs> and surrounded by artists. And did you use one of them or did you go outside? I did not. I, because Sometimes family is um, difficult in this situation. And I had an idea of how I wanted to have my book look. And my sister is not a artist in that she cannot do faces. She tried to draw my mother's face one time and my mom ended up liking a devil with her eyes. So, <laughs> And she'll tell you, she, she's like she, her project in college was she had to imitate an art, an artist, and she chose the one that did not do faces. So <laughs> she's like, I can't help you here at all. So we, I went, that's the thing with uh, Miriam Laundry. They will give you, they give you like a, you can choose a budget. You definitely, when you're, when you're trying to publish your book, you should have a budget and they give you agencies you can choose from, or you can go with even like, you can choose someone, you know, or you, they recommend sometimes that you go with a university and you try their art department and hire a student. The problem with students is they haven't actually written a book or they haven't illustrated a book yet. And so I was, I wasn't too keen on doing that. I needed someone who had done it before and knew the process. And what's great also about Miriam is she gives you a contract that she has developed that has worked. So she knows what she's doing. And that's what I was really, I wanted that. I wanted someone to know how, because I didn't know how to go about doing all that. And now I have all that information. I mean, I plan to write another book because I think series are great. So I I plan on doing that again. And I have all that information now. Have you seen a copy of your book? Do you have a hard copy yet? All right. Since I know as a secret little backside that you have just gotten a copy of your book, how did that feel? What did it, when you saw the illustrations, bring your story to life, did it match your expectation? Absolutely. It de definitely <clears throat> did. The, um, my illustrator, Estelle Cork, is from England and she is amazing. She, when she first, even when I saw the pencil drawings of my words come to life was just elated. I just couldn't, I couldn't thank her enough to bring my story to life. I was just so excited and I actually cried then because it was just my story coming to life and she got it. She just got it. I knew she would because when I, she, when I saw her on the, um, on the agency's website, I just saw her doing my, my work and she just got what I was saying. So it was neat. My character is Eleonora and she wears zebra boots, which is based, the characters loosely based, well, a lot based on our youngest daughter when she was little, Ella. Eleanor and I call her Eleanor. So Ellie used to wear these zebra cowboy boots everywhere. She just wore them everywhere. So I had her, she, I put zebra boots in my story. She just did boots. And I said, could you do zebra like cowboy boots or cowgirl boots as some people would say. And she did. And it was just amazing Perfect. how she brought it to light. Well, and see, that's the, th I have that same feeling when I publish a book and I get it back and I read it for my grandchildren and I try to make them rhyme, you know, let's tap into our own inner Dr. Seuss, right? 
And it's just such a fun adventure that you've taken your words, you've taken your story, and then you've matched it and you have been produced. So that is awesome. And so I understand that you're going to be appearing locally. So if you're in the Lexington area, we've got some things lined up. So what's next in the process? So you, you're, we're just releasing the book, so it's going to be available. And before we get to the release of your book, tell us a little bit about your storyline and give us a little cliffhanger, if you will. Cliffhanger. Okay. So Eleonora is, um, loves music. She, she loves it so much. She makes tapping noises with her feet. She wakes up with music. She makes music wherever she goes so much so that she creates a character that plays music with her and her character is Aria. And she and Aria do everything together. They walk dogs together. They play cards together. They do everything together. Eleanor realizes that she has a problem and her problem is that she has to speak in front of her classmates for show and tell. She and Aria come up with a, a plan um, to, to decide what to do. And you have to find out what the plan is to solve her problem. Oh, how fun. And we're going to assume that she solves her problem. So you've gone through the process. You took your idea, your little, your little seed in your heart. You planted it. It has blossomed now and it's grown. And now it's come to fruition. So you have this book and we need to get it in the hands of all the little fellas and all the little girls who yeah. need to connect with this and who, who need to find out what the problem is. So how will we go about doing that? So how can... How can we get your book? How can we find you? You can find me on my website. You can definitely find it on Amazon. And you can find me on Instagram at Witty Cindy B. Witty, W-I-T-T-Y. I know with my Southern drawl, sometimes I speak fast and it's hard to understand, but it's Witty, W-I-T-T-Y, Cindy, C-I-N-D-Y-B. As in boy. B is in boy at on Instagram. So that's her handle. And I'll make sure to, in the show notes, that we'll include links that'll send you over to Amazon or to Cindy's website. And I'll give you her Instagram handle again in case you're driving or you're with your littles right now. So, that, so that'll all be in the show notes. I want you to check that out. There's going to be some local appearances. I know a couple of places around town. So if that is set in stone by the time I'm typing up these show notes, I will have that as well. Of course, that would be a dated type thing. Now, what else would you share, Cindy? Has there been a struggle that you have found that you didn't expect? I guess I should say that. Is there any, are there any upfront costs or are there any things that really kind of blindsided you and you didn't realize that that was going to be a hurdle you had to jump over? Um, I think, well, even just writing the writing it initially, I think I had a whole I had my story written out. Like I was all excited. It was written out. And then we had actually Sharon Jennings was the editor for our book. She helped us and she wrote, she was a ghostwriter for Franklin. I'm not sure if anyone was familiar with Franklin. He's a, he's a turtle. He was a ghostwriter. She also has written other books, but she continued to write for Franklin as a ghostwriter. And my kids grew up on Franklin and she helped us with that. And so I had my story done and I was like, this is awesome. I love it. And then she was like, ah, uh, not so much. <laughs> And she, I think that was my first hurdle. Um, you know, you, you expect them to hate it. You know, you expect your editor to hate it. And she, at first she was like, I think it's great. You need to do this. And I went totally opposite of what she said and I changed it. And she was like, I didn't mean that far. <laughs> and so I changed it too far. And she's like, not that dark. <laughs> So I found a problem, but it was too dark of a problem. And so she, she's like, no, that's too dark for this. So I just had to go back, you know, as a, you, you have 
to find a problem that preschoolers can relate to, but not too dark of a problem. I was, I was going almost to divorce situation. She's like, no, 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 don't do that. (laughs) So I just had to find a simple solution to a problem. And one thing that she kept saying over and over again is reading preschool books all the time. You think, you know what you're talking about and you don't. So that was the hurdle that I had to, she, and she kept saying, They have to solve the problem, which was no problem. I could figure that out. But finding a problem that wasn't, that was, you know, a simple problem that they could solve, kind of like Franklin would solve, was kind of hard for me because I just wanted it simple. I just kind of wanted it light. And and then she's like, you need a problem. And so I was like, okay, what do I do now? And she's like, let's go back and start over. (laughs) So I had to start over and I found one and it, I think it's, I think it's good. That's awesome. Well, and that's the hard thing. And that's, I think, probably the fear that would stop most people is that whole, if I got an editor and they hate it and I have to redo it, those visions of high school papers come dancing in your head. Yes. And you're like, yeah, not so much. I, I don't, I'll just do it this way because it's a lot less painful. And it um, is. And another, but, another thing that has really um, been an obstacle for me is to even think I was an author. You know, I've, I've thought of myself as a mother as a teacher and, or like, I'm just a mom or I'm just a teacher or, and I don't see myself as an author until I was published. I didn't see myself as an author. And isn't there something about seeing your name in print that changes everything? Absolutely. Absolutely. When I, when I opened, when I had my books in my hand, hand and saw them, like I unopened that first box of all my books. Cause we get, you know, when we first open, we, we get to order as authors, we get to order books and to open and release that is just, you know, you see your name in print. And my daughter said to me, cause I am going with Amazon. They only do paperback. And my daughter was like, well, aren't you going to get hardcover? I want a hardcover book. And I was like, uh, I'm not spending, you have to spend a lot of money to get a hardcover. You have to buy a thousand books. And I'm like, I've already spent a lot. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. We're going with paperback. Paperback's good, you know? And so she's like, but I want a hardcover. And I said, we'll see how we do. <laughs> there you go. So hopefully we'll have lots of folks who want to connect right. with you right. and we'll check out your links and, and we will be good with that. So we will, we will move them down that path. So, and then if you're doing local events, folks can come and you'll actually sign them. I understand. I will. Yes. And, absolutely. Ha- and pictures with the author. And it's just my pleasure that, and my excitement that are yes, have been you. able to follow you in this process and to encourage you along because I'm so excited. And you know, moms, that's what I want you to do is to take those dreams and figure out a way that you can make it happen. Don't just keep it in your heart, but actually give birth to that. I mean, you've given birth to children for heaven's sake. Yes. You certainly birth a dream, right? Yes. And I have to actually, actually say my husband has been my biggest fan. He's the one who I shared my you know, dream and he's like, well, let's do it. Let's not sit on this. We're not going to live forever. It's not too big of an investment. It's something we can handle and we should do it. So well, he's been my biggest fan. That is an awesome, awesome testimony and yay for him. Yeah. So, so to connect with you again, we're going to have the links below to your Amazon. So they can click on that to purchase an Amazon, catch you at any local event that we're going to be having or your Instagram account is Witty Cindy B W I T T Y Cindy C I N D Y B as in boy. So that is the Instagram handle. And then of course you can DM me if you, if none of those channels work. Then you can absolutely DM me. 
So Cindy, thank you so thank much you, for taking time out of your busy schedule, the life thank of a you. new busy author. Thank you thank for you um, pouring into our listeners and hopefully we will have birth, sold some books and birthed some dreams and ideas of, oh yeah, I still do want to do that. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. And guys, just as I always say, as Cindy's doing, go be a blessing to others because when you're a blessing to others, you cannot help but be blessed yourself. Until next time, take care. This is Kathy. Hey guys, real quick, I hope this episode was a blessing to you and that you learned a nugget of truth, got a laugh, or had something that you can share. It would be such a blessing to me if you would go over to iTunes and leave me both a starred and a written review. I would love to be able to read some of those reviews online and that pours into my ministry and my work so much. In addition, if you want some of our free things, that's found over at kathylanham.com. I'd love to connect on social media. DM me at at kathylanham. That's my handle over on Instagram. So until next time, go be a blessing to others because when you're a blessing to others, you can't help but be blessed yourself. Take care.